El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show and defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, he's been on a bunch of episodes lately purely by coincidence, but also because we love him just so much. He is the lead singer of the fantastic rock band Countless Thousands, ladies and gentlemen, Danger Van Gorder. Also joining me, he's been on the podcast a bunch of times before. We're always happy to have him here. He's one of our favorite guests. He's also one of our favorite comics working in all of Los Angeles or in all of the country. Ladies and gentlemen, Dirt Bike Dad, Dave Waite. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Hi. How's it going? I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Dave hey. Waits here. Hey, Adam. How's it going, man? That's good. Thanks for doing the podcast. Well, I I love driving in rush hour traffic <laughs> in L.A. to be on a podcast. It's one of my favorite things. That's why I moved to the city. <laughs> <laughs> There's really no good time for people to drive here. I mean, we could do this at like 9 o'clock at night, but then I'm uh, working uh, at 9 o'clock at night. Well, yeah. like, I would say for like if you did it at like noon, I, would probably, I could probably get here in like 20 minutes. Or if you did it yeah. at 9, yeah. The thing about noon, though, is then parking is really hard uh, to yeah. find down here or you have to pay so it's it's like a right i lo- asked the lose, guy lose. i asked the, the dude once like hey uh, is there any way around here that's free to park i don't mind walking and he actually just laughed at me <laughs> but the thing is there is yeah on second street and then I, a little ways up and then i, I don't know if he was just trying to, to protect park. his income or something but <laughs> i was real real miffed what a piece of shit yeah mm. yeah so uh how's everyone doing Hmm? Dave, what have you been up to? It's uh, been not too long since you've been on the podcast, right? It's been probably a couple months. I would say, Yeah, I think maybe I came on before I went on tour in the Ooh. summer. It was yeah, like, I think it was July. July. Was that pre like or post winter? Winter pups. The dog. This dog. Oh, uh, the right? dog oh. was definitely not here. Last yeah, time. the okay. dog just got here a couple months ago. Danger, Hi. how have you been? I'm just honestly waiting for you to cut me off. Why you thing. had a you had a big trip? I, you know what I did? Had a really good go? trip. I had a lot of fun. We went to uh, we went to uh, uh, to Paris. Yeah, my wife breath. and I. You went. know the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes because I spend <laughs> all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. I like how the dog almost fucked that up. She almost me. unplugged everything. She came to your defense and tried to pull every fucking thing off the table. She's like, but she can... didn't do it, and that's nope. why we call the segment this week. And me, it's about to get intense. I, I feel like I, I feel like I could have got a few more seconds in. I, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of wasted it on Jeff. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, do you, if you still want to talk about yourself and what you've been doing, yeah, that's uh, just a bit. You can keep talking. Yeah, if you want. he just really likes cutting someone off, and that someone's usually me. Well, I just. I mean, I don't know if we're going to have a narcissism off here. Like, who wants to talk more about themselves? I mean, look, oh, I'm hey. interested in Dave Wade. I mean, I'm interested in Adam. Yeah. 
Wow. How you doing, you, Adam? You mm. seem to Looks have like lost out. Yeah, you're the big loser here today. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Seems like danger. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm mad. Because, yeah, I'm team here and Dave Waite also. Yeah. yeah. No, he, that's the winning team for sure. Where'd you get that uh, cup, bro? <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> that's fucking, that's Starbucks, crazy. baby. Iridescent. <laughs> Is that, fucking glows if did, you walk outside with it. Rainbow cappuccino or whatever the hell it attracts all the attention you want in downtown Los Angeles during see, the morning. You leave the house holding that thing? Sure, I do. Ugh. I'm securing my manhood. Why the fuck wouldn't I? My that, dog's got a pink leash. It's great. That's a cup I'd see in the Starbucks. I'm like, what asshole buys that? That's what I. <laughs> that <think>. asshole. <laughs> this that guy. asshole right there. This. That asshole drinking out of that exact guy. Cup. So uh, this is. If you're watching this live, it's not, but this is our first episode of 2018. Welcome to the last year. Welcome to the future if you're watching this live. Ooh. Otherwise, just welcome to 2018, everybody. Yeah. Hey. Oh, this, this is going out in 2018? Yeah. It's going out first week of January. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Why? Well, some of the plugs that I'd worked on aren't going to be good. <laughs> well, we do have some what? viewers at home right now if you want to get them out of the way or something. We'll tweet them out. <laughs> yeah, this is our first. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know I should bring my 2018 plugs. I'm still here in the present. Dude, you have 2018 plugs already. That's so impressive. I mean, by the time this comes out, there could be like a new president or something. <laughs> oh, we could have a whole new world order. Wouldn't that be nice? That, I, you know, I think I'm on board with that idea. Yeah, the new world order. That's kind of the the point of this episode. We're talking about things to look forward to in 2018. Yep. Because we closed out the year talking about terrible news you didn't hear enough of in 2017. Because as if the year wasn't bad enough. Yeah. We did two episodes like that. We did an episode <sighs> of Pretty Scary also that was just about all the grisly, horrific crimes that didn't get any attention because there was too much other shit happening because in the Trump world. Because Trump was tweeting. Yeah, pretty That's... much pretty depressing yeah and that's how we ended out this podcast also hmm. in 2017 you know i think but now now huh? uh-huh. things to look forward to little happy optimism. thoughts little hope happy happy yeah. thoughts yes thoughts. we can let's uh yeah let's hope it up so uh what should we talk about first is anyone else as excited about the winter olympics as i am ah uh, well i mean this just came out Today in 2017, but a few weeks ago in 2018. I mean, depending on if you're watching or or listening, I think we've the timeline set up the time real confusing, real, real. (laughs) We're lost in the weeds. I think people get it. It's a hedge maze, guys. Uh, But the Russian Federation will not be allowed in the 2018 Olympics because of their doping scandal. Right. I saw that they'll they can compete, but they can only compete as an Olympian from Russia. And then if they win, they'll be like the Olympic flag. Right. And I don't know huh. what. Do they just get to pick any like radio hit for the song that plays while they're on the podium? <laughs> want a Beyonce song, Days please? But I fucking love the Winter Olympics. I think they are the far superior Olympics. Now, that's an interesting stance to take. I mean, th- they've definitely got more style than the Summer Olympics. I mean, they're much more... White Olympics, is that why you like about them? <laughs> I mean, obviously that's part of it. No, I just, I like, I feel like the, the sports or the, the skills on display are more difficult and fun to watch. Yeah. In the, in the Winter Olympics, like, low-key, way more chance that someone's going to die 
during the like when's the last time you remember someone dying during the summer olympics i don't know it but happens like every definitely died on that bobsled or the, the yeah, luge every time the some fucking skeleton some dude who's done some dude from georgia gets on the luge for the first right. time the georgia, wrong the georgia yeah georgia the country yep and flies off that luge track you, you get to see those highlights I mean, uh, yeah, but somebody from the state of Georgia would never wear something that skin tight, you know. That's, that's true. That's for northerners. <laughs> it would explode. And my favorite, my favorite Olympic sport, hands down, is women's figure skating. Pervert. Um, as someone that's very, <laughs> excited, as, I, I'm excited to see Itanya this week. Uh, I'm excited to see that movie. Yeah, but I don't need the uh, drama. Uh, I just like the. You just like the costumes. I like the drama of the competition. No, yeah. I like it's. It's the most tense Olympic sport to watch because everything they've worked on for their entire life is has culminated in this moment. And it could come down to something as simple as their ankle buckles a little bit uh-huh. at the end of this spectacular move that none of us would ever be able to do in a million lifetimes. And they just kind of stumble a little and it's like, pa. You fucked up, lady. Right. I mean, we need the the commentary people on there for them to be like, because I wouldn't know any better. But then you hear these Dang. people from England say, "Oh, oh no, oh, that I would surely cost her a point." I would argue it's one of the the sports that requires the least amount of commentary because even if you don't know what move they're doing, you know if they fucked it up at the end. I'm, uh, uh, I, that's that's debatable because there's definitely been look if somebody takes a genuine spill and then like opens genuine? their head and, <laughs> why did you say then, it like the 90s R&B singer I don't know because he's dope and he doesn't get enough respect in the modern age uh, the pony is my favorite ice skating well, there you go yeah that's pretty good can we have like a can we have a crossover between Channing Tatum's whole career and uh, and the Winter Olympics here you go all right, close enough. Does he no. have like a bone for Channing Tatum? Is that like something I don't know? <laughs> Channing is this- Tatum is a wonderful, beautiful human being. Oh, yeah, I guess very so. charming. He does have a bone. Yeah, for him. he's a he's a, he's a thoroughly decent man. I, he's in my top five. I didn't see that on the uh, list of top. It's not on the list. Yeah, it's not on the. It's yeah, not why not? Notes. You seem really into it. I mean, no. Channing Tatum's great. I like I'm him just, as an actor. Yeah, I know he's great. Um, and what? as a person. As just a human, he's he's wonderful. Wow, um, okay. I'm sure there's going to be some Channing Tatum, whatever. Fu- God damn <laughs> Chan- it! Hey, Channing, sir, you pronounce that G. I'm sure there's going to be some of his movies coming out in the uh, old uh, 2018. That's something I, to look forward hey, to for you yeah, and your boner. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So no no one else on board with the and also there's a there's a cool uh, the Nigerian women's. I, I want to say bobsled. Yeah, team. I think it's bobsled. What? Yeah, it's like Cool Runnings. Like Cool Runnings. So this is like a real life Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. With... Well, Cool Runnings was real life. Yeah, that okay. was. <laughs> I mean, I watched that in the hospital when my mom got sick on Easter in 1992. So that I doesn't make the movie not true. I look. I didn't. I don't know. I was just playing with my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, waiting for the doctors to send us home. I remember uh, the Olympics were like a big. My dad used to love the Olympics. Now I don't. He doesn't really care about any sports. But the first time we got like a, he he got like a color TV. It was like it's like we we got to get a color TV for the Winter Olympics. And then there it is. Those costumes. They got and there. then I remember the Jamaican bobsled team when they flipped over. My dad would just yell, "They're all dead! They're all dead! <laughs> They're dead!" <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like ten. I was like mortified. I was like, maybe they are all dead. Oh, geez. <laughs> I'm gonna do that next time I watch Cool Runnings. Yeah, just I don't stop, remember did they flip the movie? over in that movie. 
Uh, I mean, they they cross the finish line holding the bobsled like champions, like the people's oh, champions. So they probably do flip over, yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that movie's a little bit embellished. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's parts of it that did not actually take place. Like so most it's not it. a word-for-word recreation of the actual yeah. events? I think that's an underrated John Candy vehicle. John Candy's in that movie. Yeah, yeah he's their coach. Easy to forget that. I think we need to watch Cool Runnings as a family. I watched it not too long ago. Oh. Did it hold up? I, did, I don't remember what move, what what we were doing a list cast, and I don't remember what the fuck I had <laughs> cool runnings on the list for, but Best Sports movies? Maybe. Yeah, okay. it might have been best sports movie. Yeah, I think it was. And it didn't do well. People yeah. didn't give a shit about cool runnings because no one cares about the Winter Olympics but me. Yeah. But you know what? I look forward to your enthusiasm for the Winter Olympics. I had at one point uh, I had to. I didn't realize it, but I was like auditioning for a columnist spot at Cracked. This was way, way, way back. Yeah, <laughs> Obviously, plenty of things have changed since then. And uh, I, I was up against Ian Forty, I think, and we both had to write columns. And I wrote mine about how great the Winter Olympics are, and I didn't, I didn't get the audition. Sorry, but it, it, it balanced <laughs> itself out over Eventually. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the situation righted itself. Right. It's all right. Fine. Winter Olympics. Just Winter, me. Yeah. Winter Olympics should be. It should be cool. It should Get be it. tight. Get it? Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, hang on. Uh, it. Should be cool. We got it. Because winter Dude, hit one of those things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that one was good. That is fair. That's good. That's what that res- reserve. Not reserve. a comedian, what you guys. Is. I am. No. Not a comedian. Well, what is there anything on the list either of you want to talk about? We go back. I mean, I did like. Remember, you're the same age as me, or pretty much, yeah. Like Katarina Witt or Witt. Yeah, she was like a mega babe. She was, and she was like East German. And there yeah. was East German, West German. So yeah, she had differentiated. Like, she was like this. She was the bad German. She was like Ooh. you seemed like a communist spy or something yeah. like that. But she was like a babe. You were like she could totally honeypot you, you know, and the yeah. give up the, the West secrets, <laughs> you know. Because you I would I would give up the West have... secrets to Katarina Vitt. Yes, uh-huh. I would have. Yeah, she was a babe. What secrets would you have to give up to Katarina Vitt? Fucking triple lutzes, uh, <laughs> double sow cows, all that uh-huh. shit. How and to Immelman? do all those things? All the all the fucking skating barrel moves roll. The aliens taught us. The, yeah, the I fucking love. I can't. I, I I will if I watch nothing else Olympics related. I will watch women's figure skating. It's it's the best. It is the best. It is the confluence between heaven and earth, great grace and great athleticism, and see, art and sport. That's the thing. I would argue it's it's definitely a sport where women are significantly better at it than men. Yes. Uh, they definitely look better doing it. Yeah. Men just are not fucking graceful enough for figure nah. skating. Nah. And if you are, nah, dude, you shouldn't. Be Even if that. you are, you're not. Yeah, you're yeah. You, you just are. You're just really confident. All right, no, nah, that's that's a really good point. I'm, I'm with you on that because I mean that's the same reason I love roller derby so much. Like right. women's roller derby is so much fun to watch, and women fucking dominate it. Yeah, same it's with so figure much skating. more interesting. Yeah, we right. get it. Women are the best. Women are better than men in all ways. Thank. Things to look forward to in 2018, the end of men, where <laughs> yeah. we're officially going to be shipped off. Uh-huh. <laughs> Categorized, we'll barcoded. Be, we'll be on a colony. They're going to mm-hmm. put all our and, sperm in a, in a cooler. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a Rick and Morty episode about, about all this. We'll get prepared. Then, it, then it's going to happen. We, uh, what else? What, what about The Purge? I know Pur- that's, a weird, that's a weird thing to be looking forward to. The, the movie? The, the, like the actual the movie. events? 
is is every is everyone here up like all caught up on the purge I franchise? I've not seen, I've seen a, a single. I've ep- seen all episode. the purges. I yeah. love the purges. It's my favorite movie franchise. It's so fucking good. I and keep, it's, it's yeah. one of those where the movies just keep getting better. You don't say. Yeah, they do because the first one was like. The premise was tight, but it was really like more of a home invasion movie. Yeah, they they promised you all this chaos and then set the movie inside one dude's house, and it was right. like this is weird. Oh. It was it was uh, it was like all the budget is going to Ethan Hawke. Right. It it should have been that should have been the second movie, but I still I still love those movies. But the the second movie you finally get to see the purging, and then the third one there's politics involved, and now the fourth one is called the Purge. Island, uh-huh. and it's a prequel, so Uh-oh. we get to see we get to see all of the events that ha- led up to the first purge, the institution of the first. Purge. See, now I'm a little bit because that means that guy Frank Grillo might not be in it, and that guy is tight. That that guy is fucking amazing. Yeah, once they added him, was he? He's not in the first movie. He's not right? the first one. Yeah. But he's in the the second and third, and then he's and got that new movie on Netflix called The Wheelman. Have you watched that? No. Uh, it's just like it's just like a heist movie, but he's in a car the whole time, and he's like a wheelman driving through the fucking Boston and shit. And oh yeah, deal with assholes on the phone, and people are chasing him. But I will he, check that out. It's is mostly it just him, but he's so like intense. You're like, this guy's tight. Yeah, he is fucking great. <laughs> cool. He's great in that movie. Why are you being this way? You don't like the Purge? I just they don't have a uh, seen it. He, this is a guy who knows it ain't. If there's the purge comes, he ain't making it. Finally here. They don't have a. Uh, yeah. It's unlikely. What's going on there's, here? There's no trailer for the purge, but here is a video that shows us the stunning election night in under two minutes. Uh, don't, I feel like this is as good of a prequel to what. Oh, buddy, I can't. The events that led to the purge as anything else. Don't make me watch it again. <laughs> I feel the same way about like. 9-11 footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, this is what killed Sharon Jones. Soul singer Sharon Jones died on inauguration or died on election night. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Who's that? Well, that was a fun and little gag sad. where we didn't have a, a a trailer for the prequel to the Purge, so I just showed the 2016 election results. That it just made that just really bummed me out. <laughs> yeah, this is real. Yeah, we yeah. Really, this isn't. And then you played that they made. They made Howard Dean leave because he yelled. Because he yelled one time. Yelled one yeah. time. And, and like, then Trump rapes 13 people, and America's like, eh. Uh, sorry. Allegedly. Yeah, sorry. Just under 50% of American voters said, meh. I thought you were going to go, sorry, 13 women. Mm, no. What? Was it 13? Are there some dudes in the mix? I don't know. I, who knows? Wouldn't surprise He's me. He's horrible. Fucking power move there. Yeah. Uh, that's really Trump. Else. Yeah. I mean... But hey, there's other things happening in 2018 that we got to look forward to. Right, right, right. Take it away, Dinger. Uh, Dinger? Oh, Dinger. I called you Dinger. Dinger because of the next thing we're talking about. <laughs> you you want to launch into that one real quick? Should we talk about ginger emojis? <laughs> okay. I don't know. This is I, these haven't existed up until now. If you're a redhead, you don't have you don't have emojis that represent you as a person. That's a shame. Until 2018, they're coming finally. Cool. Ginger emojis. There's so few ginger people, and yeah. also, who gives? It? I mean, if you're using emojis, which I do sometimes, <laughs> and I won't disagree with this, you're a dipshit. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a dipshit. In Would a s- you greenlight a movie about uh, the emojis? No, nah, I mean it's probably the same person was like Angry Birds. This is tight. Let's make it. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. 
Well, and it's a thing where like idiot parents think, oh, I use emojis and then I'll take my kid because it's a fucking cartoon and we'll all enjoy it. Mm. And they probably do all enjoy it because a lot of people are stupid. But oh, you know, I forgot about how dumb people are. I mean, you know, you can make fun of the emoji movie, but who would have realized? Who would have thought the Lego movie would have been so amazing? Yeah, the idea that hey, we're Legos. It's a movie. You'd be like, sure. Now Legos do lend themselves more because they look like constructive people, right? Also people, but so do emojis. Some of them have red hair. I mean, fucking I, freaks. But fine, the, yeah, we're, it, we're fine it would be like the, if there was a Miss Pac-Man movie or something like that because yeah. it's just kind of a. Bl- but they make other cartoon characters work. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> I realized like halfway through it, I didn't really give a fuck what I was talking about, <laughs> and then I was like, "I'm not going to get to a cohesive point and whatever." I wonder but, if there's anyone in the comments uh, excited about ginger funny. emojis. Is uh, anybody ki- look? I now I do have a soft spot in my heart for uh, the the redheaded race. I think they're uh, a, a beautiful people. And I'm glad that they're getting some uh, representation. Okay, so ginger emojis. Looking Gin- forward. To, some people are looking forward to it. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like. Uh, I uh, feel like more people in the comments are looking forward to the actual purge. I, I would purge than, the fuck out of people. Big Meek. Big Meek. I, uh, we know <laughs> Big Meek is our resident Trump supporter. You uh-huh. don't. He doesn't need to tell us that he would participate in the purge. Right. We know what side of the purge you're on, pal. Uh-huh. All right, Dinger. <laughs> That really hurts. I am looking forward to Saga. What is Saga? Saga I don't know what okay. this is. Saga is a comic book by Brian K. Vaughan and uh, drawn by Fiona Staples. It is amazing. It's ama- It's basically Romeo and Juliet in space. Romeo and Juliet meets like Star Wars. And they they wrote it to be set up so that it could basically only be a comic book because there's a lot of comic books out there being turned into movies or whatnot like even some of brian k vaughn's other stuff like runaways just came out on hulu i have no idea if it's good or not i'm very excited to check it out because i'm currently reading runaways for the first time but saga is highly sexual but it's mostly about parenting it's you know the romeo and juliet they have a love child and uh the both the forces of the wings and the horns are trying to kill all of them because they don't want uh, either either army to discover that people can co let these two races can coexist and even uh, f- have a family you know like the side of peace is scarier than either side uh, in the war and it's a it's a wonderful wonderful deep comic it's so haunting and funny and and inhuman it's 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 so good it is the finest example currently being created uh, and they have a really really slow pace with the release. Which is, you know, good for them because they can take their time and make something a lot more interesting and special. So we're already almost at the point where it's as long as any of his other, Brian K. Vaughn's other stuff. We got to be getting close to where maybe we're going to see a glimpse of the penultimate chapter. Maybe they'll end it next year. I don't know. Uh, but it's so good, you guys. And uh, so, you guys had a list cast about the greatest comics of all time, and you did not include Saga in the conversation. And I thought we did great best graphic novels. Yes, that's what I mean. Are you a comic book guy, Adam? No, he's not. I, I neither. Yes, you know, if he was describing a movie, I might have like listen more but yeah. as soon as he said the word comic book my brain was like we're just gonna go in airplane mode <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I, and i like re- here's the thing i like reading books yeah i'll go see a comic book movie okay right 
I like, but I don't want. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to look at a bunch of pictures and word. I, I feel like they should. Each thing should stay in its lane. <laughs> the picture thing should stay there, and the words here, and they should not meet. <laughs> I yeah, I've never gotten behind graphic novels, but there was there was one on Listcast yesterday that uh, John Fahey described, and it was one uh, about Superman, but he was a communist Superman who okay. was uh, working on behalf of Russia, and I was like, well, I want to see that movie. But I still don't really want to read the book. But okay. that's a Superman movie I would definitely check out. Cool. But I don't know. I just I don't have a lot of time. I can't introduce new forms of literature to my life. That's not the kind of free time I'm working with. That that's a real shame. Well, I, you run this network then, pal. No, I'm just sorry. Pal. Le- oh. Yeah. Zap. <laughs> I'm looking forward to more saga. In 2018. How many issues are there? There are, I think, seven or eight trades right now. What's that mean? Like the book that you buy that's not like the the flimsier single issue, the larger book. Yeah. Sure. That's, I think that's what, honestly, I don't really know as much about comic books as some of your other, some of the other people who enjoy these these things that we do. If you come in my house talking about comic books, you got to be ready to talk about them. Yeah. yeah, and look, I'll admit to you, I'm an expert in nothing ever. It's a very long run series, and it's really really good. Now, let me ask you: Do you go to the store and buy these fuckers, or do you get them mailed to you? <laughs> I go to a store. I go to Legacy Comics in uh, Glendale, California. An actual comic store. An actual wow. comic book store, and I say, "Do you have the new saga?" And if there's a new saga out. Oftentimes they have it, and I purchase it. They don't recognize you. Like danger, we got your <laughs> package. Nope, here comes Saga. I'm not that well known yet, but uh, Saga Van Gorder. They're very, they're very nice. And danger Van Saga. Now, it's, what's one of these run you a pop? That's what people want to know. We want to. Yeah. Know. let's put the. Is that really what we're, we're? Can we work it into the budget in 2K18? Of course, I think that's we can we work it in. Know. If I'm not mistaken, they are somewhere between twenty and thirty bucks. Whoa. For a book, that for a is book. spendy for a. This is a graphic novel. Graphic novel, and they got yeah. you on the hook for eight in a year so far. Wow, no, not eight. Well, I mean, sorry, no, like the 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 flim the the thinner, smaller single issues. Those are not twenty thirty bucks. Those are uh, oh, so like eight they or nine. they do a compilation. compilation. Yes, oh, sir. So that's okay. what I'm talking about. So you wait until they. I wait until the big until the big trades come out because I like sort of motoring through everything in one. But second. like twenty. You could smoke for a year for that much. Don't you want to smoke for a year? I don't smoke, sir. But you could for one year. I'm not to see what it's like. Really interesting. And then get right back into graphic knobs. Well, I'm a I'm a I'm a vocalist, sir. And smoking a lot is a lot more different. A lot of more difficult. A lot of vocal people smoke. Yeah, you know, yeah. Real, but I'm yeah. real sensitive. I was offered coffee earlier and had to turn it down because it messes up my system and my tum tums. Sure. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <Boy. laughs> imagine. Just imagine. Flimsy constitution. I have, yes, but also Saga is good, and I'm looking forward to it. It sounds, I mean, it sounds interesting, not in a way that I'm going to go out and buy it. Have they talked about making it into a movie or a TV show of any sort? No, but, I mean, they wrote it in a, mm. they wrote it it in really a way. really good? Oh, no, it's, it's superb. It is, the, <laughs> it is my favorite thing that is currently being created right now. That is, that is a regular thing. What about this podcast that you're on? That I'm not involved. That I'm not directly involved with. You're on it right now. Yeah, I know. I like mean, just this. I episode. love the Unpops Countless Thousands Joint Co Empire crushing all of our opposition it's in crushing. all ways. Yeah, 
but things that I don't, I've never met Brian K. Vaughn. I'd love to have a conversation with him. Fiona Staples, she's a genius, and I'd, I'd love to, to get to know uh, the either of them. But as far as things that I don't personally involve myself with, that is my favorite. Got it. Cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, uh, yeah. What should we, we, I mean, we have to talk about politics stuff, I guess. Uh-huh. What what do you want to talk about first, Danger? Well, you put I, a lot of things on the list, right? I put a few things up on there. Twenty eighteen, I'm looking forward to more comeuppance for America's and the world's shittier people. Of course, twenty eighteen. Look, we had a horrific orange monster taking over our whole country. Wouldn't and- it be great if he got? come up and yeah because he's done a lot of really horrible shit but i mean it's like the three stooges thing where he's done so much bad stuff he's built his brand out of chaos and scandal and doing terrible shit that he sort of inoculated himself against a lot of it he gave himself the trump flu yeah oh well he's given all of us the trump (laughs) flu sadly um so yeah like and rich people never seem to get what's coming to them when they do terrible things you know, yeah, like if you're a gajillionaire or a fake gajillionaire who has been given millions and perhaps billions of dollars by your Russian confederates or whatever's, you generally tend to insulate yourself from a lot of the consequences to the terrible things that you do. Right. Uh, but in 2017, we saw some really terrible people finally get uh, what was to, some measure of what was coming to them. Yeah, I mean to some extent. Yeah, like Not, has has anyone been actually? But none of the imprisoned. But none of the politicians. Yeah, no, I'm, none of the ones like I. Get, I mean, there's a good chance when this airs that Roy Moore will be a senator. There's yeah. a oh, because God, people in Alabama disturbingly large, and it's chance. not fair to the like. You know, there's a lot of smart people in Alabama. Yes, but there's a lot of decent hearted people in Alabama. And you gotta say all that stuff, but <laughs> <laughs> there's also quite a few people in Alabama that picked up a book that wasn't the Bible, and they were like, oh, there's places that aren't Alabama, and I don't have to live with these trash monster people, and left. <laughs> so, yeah. so there becomes like a drain. Like, I know a lot of good right. people from Alabama, they live here in L.A. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> they were uh-huh. like, hey, good luck to y'all, uh-huh. uh, but I'm going to bounce, you know? Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That immortal Patton Oswalt line of, I'm leaving before I kill all of you, and then myself. Yeah. Yeah, it's... The idea of like, just the idea of a Democrat is worse than, like, whatever that guy is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That, that, like, in Alabama is like, he's a Democrat. And you're like, yeah, I mean. But he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't fuck kids. Yeah. yeah that's- doesn't have a horrifically consistent chain of women saying, this guy is a creep and was a huge creep when I was an adolescent girl. But, and that, that but- part of it worries me just a little bit because – I, it's great that there are a lot of you know really awful people in power who are being taken down for this, but man, it would be cool if there were some people on the right that it was happening to also. Yeah, the right doesn't seem like because their, their whole I refuse law and order thing. to believe that every conservative leaning filmmaker in the world is also not fucking like it's it's crazy to me that it just seems to be really high profile kind of politically leaning people on the left that it's yeah. happening the to. The right tends that, to value its team more than its value. I mean, they, right. they elected a guy that was a monster to the president. Yeah. And, and, and Alabama, it's a micro, especially Alabama, you could see it. 
is that they've been indoctrinated that all media is fake media. Yeah. Right. But the USA Today, which is like a basic bitch newspaper, <laughs> if they come out and like, this guy is, you know, allegedly a child molester, and they're like, well, that's a fake. They, they, in their mind, they think the USA Today is a liberal newspaper, right? Right. Not the Washington Post. The Washington Post probably does have a liberal bent. But, yeah. but the USA Today, like I read, like when you ever read that, it's like frustrating because they're like, well, this side says this and this side says that. And you're no, like, who gives not, a shit? It's but, not about sides. Yeah. But they, they always give you both points of views because they're not picking sides at the USA Today. But if, you know, when that, or like just the regular nightly news, the nightly news is geared towards old people. But if they're not like, there's not like a, over obviously, there's not some grander conspiracy, or Trump wouldn't have been the president, or maybe he is the president, so they could do all the evil shit. Like maybe he's the front man. That's kind of my that's thought. that is exactly he's the front man for all the terrible. Like he he distracts everybody so much that they you know they could pass my, terrible stuff. My my thought is there's a lot of terrible things the United States is going to have to do to keep its position in the world over the next few years. And that will be a lot easier to sell with someone like Trump in office because then they can just be like, he's crazy. We can't control him. Sorry. I guess we're at war in four different places now. Mm, darn. But if we win all those wars, we'll be in a good spot, America. We've won a lot of wars in our past, and they haven't all. Like... Have we? When's the last time? Oh, sorry. You're right. We haven't really won most of the wars that we've engaged in in the past I don't know, 30, 40 years or so. Have, like, we haven't. We didn't win Korea. We didn't win Vietnam. We, no. Uh, Afghanistan's still happening. Still I guess you could say we won the war in Iraq. But Shut up we? a lot of pan- Panamanians in our time. More yeah. people need to drop acid and realize that war yeah. is bullshit. That's right? A, uh, the problem is there I mean, was you one just... guy making most of the acid in the world, and he went to jail finally. No. I did? It, turned, it got harder to find, but I still know how to find it. Hey, so anyways, I'm looking forward to, in whatever ways possible, and you guys, we have to be real deliberate with some of these things, but yeah, yeah, here comes a collectivism, Big Meek, it's, yeah, come on, it's danger, <laughs> I, that's what I do. Really looking forward to some more of the world's high-profile shitheads being ousted, and more degrees of uh, culture of transparency being instituted. Wouldn't it be grand? What's collectivism? The the many the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. It's basically Spock. Spock rules. Hmm. Oh. From uh And this guy, he's like Star Trek, Wrath of Khan. Right wing dude and like Yeah. Yeah, it's his deal. It's it's just <laughs> weird that pedophilia has become such a partisan thing. Right. Or n- not even pedophilia, insane. but like and I get it, believing like, in reports of Yeah. From a many, many different people. And I get it. you got like out here, like California is so liberal. Would we vote for a Republican if something terrible came out about the Democratic candidate? Maybe not, but we would probably also replace that person. And yeah, we, we would yes. probably take the L. Maybe also if you're in Alabama, they could just write it. Just write in, you know, just write in anything. Yeah, this podcast is being released after the. Election. I know, but. Just Foghorn Langhorn. Yeah, or it will be interesting. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see where that that is at by the time this goes. Foghorn up. Leghorn would be an amazing statesman. <laughs> he's, he would. He's because... definitely probably racist, right? <laughs> but he's, he's always saying, super oh, yeah, racist. He's, he's, well, he's a chicken. 
He's, he's, he's a rooster. He's a rooster. You thought he was a chicken. Though. Uh, yeah, and that's Sorry, why he's different... so full of anger, because people mm. make those mistakes all the time. Is he full of anger? He's a proud cock. <laughs> he is he's a cock, yeah. But I distinctly remember one episode with Foghorn Leghorn where uh, he derides his little chick nephew or whatever for reading long-haired books. And then at the end of it, after getting a, a frying pan or two in the head, he says, let me get some of those long-haired books, nephew. And then it and then it's like a it's like a circle wipe, and then it goes away, and then it's that's all, folks, and it's great. Yeah, Who's he it? accepts his mistakes occasionally. Foghorn Leghorn does. Good for him. Yeah, what a great statesman he'll be. Yeah, for Alabama. Sure, Dave, were you going to say something? Uh, I saw that Robert Mueller is up next. I was wondering if we, yep. if we could try to right now because it's going to air in January, right? Right. If we could try to guess who's going to get arrested next, I say Jared. Kushner, you yeah, you go with the Kush. I think so. I mean, he seems yeah. like the most obvious choice. I hope it's something like way out of left field, like Ivanka or something. Or it could be Mike Pence. I mean, people. Yeah, yeah. That I think the vice president can be indicted. There's. Well, I mean, in in uh, Spira Agnew, Spira Agnew was was the yeah. first to go in that whole thing, and it wasn't actually directly related to Watergate. Like he went, he went away for for unrelated. He was like some other, yeah, some other shit. I can't remember. <laughs> I actually looked this up on Wikipedia like two nights ago. So I was like, "What's what's Spiro up to these days?" He's dead. Yeah, how's how's, how's <laughs> America's most famous Spiro doing? Uh, what a great name, Spiro Agnew. It sounds yeah. so criminal too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, if yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully Pence, hopefully Pence, you know, closes up shop and then uh, then it's off to. Uh, and it's off to the DeVosses, and uh, and I don't know. You're probably right, though. It's probably going to be Kushner. Yeah, I mean that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. Like, is it is any other? I, it... I mean, Kushner's such a. You know, his dad's in prison. Is his dad in prison or his uncle? His dad's in prison because his uncle flipped on his dad or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, shady. Hmm. There yeah. might there be something of a. Uh, but like, of a even consistency if there. And they say like he's went and visited his dad in prison, and it's had like a big effect. Like he definitely doesn't want to go to fucking prison. Yeah, that's I bet probably true of any of us. Yeah, I just I don't know. Is removing this administration from office uh, midstream like is that really what we even want to do? Like, would kicking would getting Trump out of office right now be the right thing? Well, I think. What I mean, what's the what's the alternative? Stays in and loses in twenty twenty. Well, I think for. I well, he may not even run in 2020. We might not have fucking elections in 2020. Right. Here, here's I, my. I mean, I'm not that much of a. But I think for the collective consciousness of maybe, if you look at the polling numbers, Trump's always approval ratings about 35 percent. Yeah. So for the rest of us, 65 percent. If he wasn't the president, maybe our collective anxiety as a people would go down. But yeah, that's kind of my concern though, is we would still need to be anxious because that it's not yes. Trump these ideas that are coming from this administration aren't just Trump's ideas. They're a they're they're the group's it's Verizon ideas. and you it's, know, Microsoft. Yeah, and they're still like if Pence takes his place, those ideas are just gonna come from yeah. someone who's better at being a politician. Yeah, he's gonna be a smoother package. Yeah, You're, and we'll I mean just, people will probably go to sleep and not pay attention, you know. Trump right. He created such a racket that people were like, well, I got to pay. I mean, you saw it in Virginia. I mean, it did p- make people go actually run. 
people ran yeah. and won and all that stuff. You know, there's so many times where like people in past elections they didn't even run people in these districts, and people are so fired up. So I think I think there is still time to <clears throat> fix things. I don't know if it's the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I certainly hope so. The the 2018 uh, the midterms are coming up. That's going to be kind of our first shot to sort of head off what's happening in government right now. Right. I mean, going to take a monumental victory by Democrats. Uh, yeah. Or it who definitely their allies. Yeah. Who all definitely seem united enough to. You, we to can all agree that the fight biggest fight. Yeah. The, the the biggest problem right now is like the biggest threat to the world and its stability and the environment and our lives and the economy is the American Republican Party. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy. It's like, it's crazy. I've, I, there's never been, I, and I mean, even still, we're not technically the worst place to be. We're just the worst place for the rest of the world. Like, the way we behave and op- operate as a country is detrimental to the rest of the world. And now it's turning into like now it's turning on us where being here is also detrimental to you. And I don't like that. No, I like I it better when we were bit. just out wreaking havoc <laughs> on yeah. everyone else. I don't like when it turns on us. Yeah, they brought they brought home the uh, divisiveness and division. to yeah. us, And we got to deal with it. Right. And I I don't know. I, tw- 2017. I mean, if we're getting into the next the next document, I guess here. I don't understand. Like the people had. They just vote people like this guy. I'm sure if we pulled it up right now, he would probably. Who knows? I don't know this big meat character, <laughs> but a lot of it is like emotion. Like for me, yeah. I, I by the time I get feel emotion about politics, it's there's a lot of bad shit. That I, a lot of times I think about it very rationally. Yeah, but I feel like the Repu- like Republican people are all. It's always like anger based. It's. Like if you listen or fear based, yeah, fear, fear like fear like of if, loss. If you listen to like, like I don't understand why you would want to like. For most of the time during my day, I want to enjoy my day. That's what I want to yeah. do. Now every once in a while, I listen to MSNBC. It doesn't really. The tone doesn't really make me upset. I mean, what they're telling me is like this is fucked up, right? But they're not like tonally. But like, if you listen to like Rush Limbaugh or any of those people, they're just so angry, and I'm right. like, why would you want to feel? so much anger all the day you know it's just not productive as people yeah but you know it simplifies your life a lot if you can sort of lean back and go okay i know who the threat is right you You know like the, the the problems on the left it's like look our our boogeyman it's a whole like network of problems. It is an actually like a, a whole ecosystem that we're have that we're gonna have to take on multiple parts to ch- actually physically change everything so that we can have the things we need. Yeah, to some degree of but it, it's but 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 the, the right boils it down to like these are the problems. The immigrants are the problems. No, and but the left never, does that to some degree yes, too. For there's sure. a, there's a lot of straight white males are the problem. It's like all right, that's painting with a mm. pretty fucking broad because you ain't gonna stroke. you're not gonna get over the finish line without us, right? You and know? it's it's not like and it, it's not a it, it's you're that's the side that's supposed to be above that kind of shit. Like I heard, I, I saw someone post on Facebook once. They said something about all males. All white males rape, blah, 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 or something. And someone jumped in and was like, wow, I mean, that's kind of a crazy thing to say. Like, I, for one, have known a lot of white males never got raped. And her response was, 
Well, it must be such a privilege to never have been a victim of white male violence. And it's like if that is your argument to then go, okay, all white males are bad. Anyone who's been a victim of terrorism at the hands hands of a Muslim can also go, well, it must be quite a privilege that you've never been involved in a terror attack. Mm. But I have, so all Muslims need to go. And I don't get how there are people on the left who can't make that fucking connection, that you can't talk that way. It's not how you build coalitions. It's right. not how you— Yes, yeah, Co- coalition building. That's, that's exactly the thing. The right, their problems are so simple— it's just uh, be afraid of immigrants. You know the government's going to come and take your guns, or you know the Antifa is going to come and break your windows, and and we have to stop them and all. And the left actually like lets themselves have the conversation over their values, and a lot of times there's some really extreme points of view getting brought up. And the the, the key to victory, you guys, is that coalition building and understanding. It like, all right, I'm gonna help you with your thing. You're gonna help me with my thing. Do you think that's possible on the left? Because, I, yeah. you, like, we talk a good game. Like, you talk, we we put our, our values above whatever, but we don't. Like, this is how regimes like this stay in power. Their opposition is just too divided to do anything about it. And that's where we are right now. Like, the left isn't where it's, – it's not like – we can't stop, start, stop arguing about the election. We can't stop arguing about fucking Hillary Clinton. And the election's over. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, I think the people – uh, what was my point? Anyways, <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> it got so heavy there for a minute. But I think, I mean, for me, I'm like over the election. I'm over yeah. all that stuff. I mean, it's yeah. No, th- there there are. I mean, there are a lot of people who are still trying to say like, let's learn the lessons of the election. And, and I get- think you know they're you know already talking about the 2020 people like who's going to run for president. And they mentioned like yeah. these dusty old people. I'm like, you got to go find yeah. somebody young and yeah. hip and new. You got to find some young cat. Yeah, people will be ready for a president that's forty. I'm telling you, if after if you got a young, vibrant person running against a guy that's going to be seventy four, and should be Michelle Obama. It should be someone who's connected to our present crises. Which one? Uh, The economic crises, the housing crisis. Uh, Like connected in what way? Connected in the way that like. Somebody like like, like Ro Khanna, uh, I don't think he's run for president, but uh, Congressman That's Ro what Khanna, we were who's talking at, about, was president. Well, I mean, I think you get it. It's not even, look. It's 2018, <laughs> right? As of the release of this podcast, and it's still very early to talk about who should run for president. I mean, like, you know, we, we need mo- to talk about you know, motherfuckers out there right now trying to think like, am I going to run for president? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, okay. Dialing in on the issues is so much more important than like looking for offices or whatever. Like, look, I ran for city council in 2017, the beginning of 2017, and I did pretty well for a first timer with no money. And I'm taking that exact uh, all the people that I met, all the, the the interest that I generated, and I'm putting that into the rent control campaign that Glendale is about to launch in 2018. That's what I'm looking forward to is uh, a stab at some modicum of economic security for people like myself who are not rich. Still the still the Winter Olympics for me. Yeah, it was the Olympics. Okay, 
but I mean, like, if we're dialing in on the issue, like, the, uh, is, so is housing like, security, we're going to get more done than if we're saying, like, all right, well, you know, Danger Van Gorder, Mike Van Gorder needs to run for city council again in 2019 when that comes back up. So is this like a referendum that's going to be on the ballot? It'll be, I mean, we need to spend all of 2018 collecting signatures to get it on the ballot. And then uh, once it's on the, like, if we make it to the ballot in July, then we, um, you know, campaign for it for people to know and to vote for it in November. And then hopefully in November, if it passes, then, you know, then we have some, we institute rent control for the city. And then we look forward to the next campaign where we have to defend it against all the moneyed interests who are inevitably going to launch a counter campaign all right dog will you fight the- man i'm on it i'm, I'm on board <laughs> right. fight the power so, yeah so like there's there's a lot of first timers <laughs> in 2017 getting involved like people people like me who never thought that it was possible for them to have to be a public figure in that kind of way and in the 2017 general election we saw so many people win that you would not have expected like uh we have uh, some new first trans women in Virginia and I think it was in Minnesota. Uh, there's a, a, an open socialist who's now a, a representative, like basically um, the state assembly member in Virginia. We've got uh, the first Sikh mayor, I want to say in New Jersey. There's an Ethiopian mayor in some place in the north. I can't remember. Yeah. People are entering public life in new ways and... Those people who have been inspired now by the successes in twenty in you know the general election twenty seventeen are now starting to think about twenty eighteen and you know like look Trump is a piece of shit he's done you know incalculable damage to this country but he is inspiring a a the kind of participation in the opposition that we need and so look I hope Robert Mueller finally boa constrictors that asshole out of office I hope that he takes Pence with him. And Betsy DeVos just disappears forever. Does it worry you at all that every time a new piece of Russia investigation news comes out, there's also something really dastardly and awful happening that we should probably be paying more attention to? Yeah. Like the tax bill. Like tax bill. Oh, my God. That tax bill. The, that. Uh, the, the first time the Russia or the most recent time Russia stuff came out, it was when we were trying to pass the tax bill. The last time the the, the first, when the the Michael Flynn ca- thing came down, that same day we were in front of Congress trying to get them to expand our 2001 war authority that we issued to allow us to fight wars in the Middle East, kind of without congressional approval, uh-huh. uh, and expand that to Africa. Well, yeah, the, we're. I I firmly believe the Robert Mueller team doesn't leak anything. I think he's got. Yeah, he's got like an ironclad. Like the I've I've read about the people. They're like the top motherfuckers. They're right, like a bunch of Elliot Ness. He's got like a bunch of Elliot Ness type people. Yeah, and so any of these leaks that come out are from either like Michael Flynn's lawyer or the White House, right? Or, or yeah, they're, they're or some Republican congressman or senator from they have access. So the leak, you're probably right that the leak, yeah, but. They're leaking the stuff to maybe distract people. Yes. Yeah. But it is. It feels that way. Yeah. Look, there's so much bad stuff going on every single day. There really is. That it doesn't really, excuse me, it doesn't really matter when new things come to light because some horrible thing will also be in the news. Yeah. Like this net neutrality battle we're going through right now in this point in 2017 is insane. We are not ending this things to look forward to episode strong. I disagree. 
Because I'm, I'm looking forward to the new, the new blood, the new power, the new, the, the new forces who are saying. I feel like I. We can have a better life. We can have a better society. We can have a better country. And it takes even the weirdo punk rocker, like whatever uh, musical guest on a comedy show, like people like that guy might actually have a shot at. Let's hear it. Do you have like the. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I thought you were to play like the uh, Hail to the Chief. This guy. This is a, as soon as I said a young person should run for president, all of a sudden something activated. I, I was like, he's got talking points. He's I'm a believer, stuff. Dave. Wait. I just thought he can't. You know, I know it's like we talk about unpopular stuff, but, you know, it makes a couple of dick jokes or something <laughs> like that. As I said earlier, I'm not a comedian. Uh, there's only so I know you're you're very <laughs> sincere. I'm not used to it. <laughs> we should wrap this up. We have to record another one of these in 15 minutes. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So uh, we yeah we would do comments, but we're recording these so far ahead. We have no idea what the comments are on the last episode yet because we haven't even recorded the last episode yet. What do we got to plug? Dave, wait, you got anything happening in January? <laughs> Well, I do have some uh, tour dates in uh, Northern California. You can go hey. to DaveWaitComedy.com to find all those. Also, uh, I'm really pushing my Instagram right now. If you Nice. If you okay. go to at DaveWaitComedy. Even the people that – it'd be awesome if the people that were watching right now on the live stream just yeah. added at DaveWaitComedy right now. I'm yep. The, do I'm, it right now. I'm putting a lot of content on my Instagram. I think the gram is the next social media thing because it's uh, – you know, it, it's not very political on the gram. It's kind of relief. It's just kind of pictures of yeah. boobs and people at water parks and stuff. And <laughs> sometimes there's boobs at water parks, you know? Sometimes. sometimes. And I and I do a thing on my uh, Instagram I, where I answer uh, advice questions. I call it Dear Dave, like, like a fucked up Dear Abby or something yeah. like that. So nice. it's just free content sitting out there for you. <laughs> nice. Go, Go out there and get it, America. Yeah, the internet's a pretty great place. Danger, what do you got to plug? Well, as I mentioned earlier, Glendale, California, we're campaigning for rent control. There are a number of other cities, which I cannot mention directly because we don't yet have. Uh, also, Jennifer Friedenleiter, I will not be old enough to run for president in 2020, but uh, give it a few. But yeah, there will be many, many campaigns for rent control and uh, more housing security um, in Southern California. And, you know, nationwide, if people want to go check those out, look up your local tenant unions and join up, participate. And also, listen to Countless Thousands. We're really, really good. We got our uh, countlessthousands.pancat.com. Spend your money, please. And uh, follow us on the tweets at countless1000s on Twitter. All right. And uh, come to our live podcast. at the, uh, It's the last Saturday of every month. I don't know. January, whatever the last Saturday in January is. It's Holiday like the 18th Hotel. Holiday Hotel, but eight, it's not the eighteenth. It's, it's like the 17th. That would be fucking be the bonkers if that was Saturday. the last Saturday. <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. Let's get the fuck out of here, Dave. Say goodbye. Later, dude. Danger. Say goodbye. We're gonna have a wonderful 2018. You motherfucker. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Yeah. Bristol Street, bring a blood object to Bristol Street, I'm